peace and innumerable blessings. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Spirituality and Motherhood Podcast, where we reside in that sacred space where spirituality meets motherhood. And in this space, we'll explore everything from ancestral and earth-based spiritual paths and practices and how they shape motherhood to, to how having spiritual gifts impacts your experience as a mommy. Welcome. My name is Jeanette Jackson. I am your hostess. I'm the mother of two boys, a hoodoo, a psychic, and a tree talking lay herbalist. Yeah. Let's get started. Okay. So this episode is especially for you if you are a person who has been through trauma, been through some crap, been through some stuff, and you have spiritual gifts, but the challenge is understanding when trauma is affecting how you use your spiritual gifts. So for me, it's understanding how trauma affects how I use my knowing, right? How I use my intuition, how my psychic sense is affected by the trauma that I have been through. And that has become increasingly clear over the past few weeks. So we're going to discuss, I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, psychic meaning, being psychic, meaning being able to discern energies and pick up information from the environment around you and different spirits versus being a medium. And I'm going to mention those things, but I'm going to mostly focus on how my having more clarity around how my specific trauma has affected my my intuition because i've always hear seen felt and known even as a child i think that's part of what got me in trouble as a child because i knew things i knew things that adults didn't want to deal with and as a child, when you know things and you see things about, you know, the adults who are asking you to do certain things and commanding respect from you, and you're like, your life is a mess. You run around doing these things and causing all this drama and you want me to listen to you when you causing drama? You, you need to stop it. I'm not listening to you. You full of shit. It causes problems because nobody wants to hear that from a four-year-old. But I was that four-year-old. <laughs> and honestly, like, one of the sons is like that. So it's 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 interesting. Quite often, myself, again, being who I am, I know things about people or spirits will warn me about things that are going on. Like if I'm choosing not to see somebody's intentions or I'm choosing to not deal with something, spirits and energies or even the future, <laughs> They will warn me, but I haven't always used this information to make wise decisions. And I'm learning that comes from a very traumatized space. When I'm working with a traumatized, when I'm working from a traumatized space with the information that comes from myself, my inner knowing, or the energy around me, like a psychic space. I'm either trying to control a person or a situation so that I feel safe, right? Trauma will have me straight ignoring information that I've been given to just 
remain in chaos, remain in in foolishness, because that has been my status quo as a child and even as an adult. But it's been interesting also looking at how um, sometimes this trauma drives me to heal and how that's been interplayed with my intuition and the sense of having certain drives in my life um, that come from previous lifetimes and ancestral trauma and being driven to make decisions that I don't always understand, but like intuition has given me more clarification over the years about what's going on. And in understanding that these drivers often take time and space to unwind because they come in such intensity and it's hard to understand what's going on. But the more I take time and space to slow down and to, to listen and to make different decisions with the information I'm given, things kind of unwind. I hope that makes sense because I'm not quite sure how to describe it. I guess I'll give an example. I, I move, I go, I escape situations. When it comes to fight or flight, I'll fight a little bit and then I go. And that is A, a traumatic response, but it's also not just my trauma. It's trauma from lifetimes where I've had to run. I just had to run. I couldn't fight it anymore. And it comes from ancestors who also had to run. And and realizing that my desire to run is, yes, it's my own, but it also comes down through the line. So as I've been more willing to see how I've been constantly guided out of healing my trauma and making different decisions, there are some things that I'm learning to better discern, not necessarily the information. Yeah, discern the information I'm given. No, I'm always given good information from within or without. The issue is that I make bad decisions with it. So this is how I'm learning to make better decisions. Thing number one, I'm learning to follow what requires me to grow. So if I'm given information and it usually goes against a, like a tendency that I have, I need to sit with it rather than just shoving it to the side. I need to be honest about the decisions that I've made and my tendencies and slow down and chew. Because just because it's different than what I would normally do doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Usually it's a good thing if I'm constantly making decisions that lead me to stay in the chaos or try to control people so I can maintain chaos in my life. I've also learned that like my power is never outside of me. It's always within. And it's important to use the information that I've been given as a means to empower myself to make good decisions. I'm also learning that the way I'm given information is often step by step and it creates a picture. And if I'm pushing too far into the future, like I'm pushing myself too far into the future to know what's coming, I'm usually moving from trauma to try to maintain a sense of control. So with myself, I realize I need to go step by step because that's the information that I get. And if I'm pushing myself to know 
beyond the step I've been given. That's me trying to control. Mother Earth will give me things that are coming, but it's a piece of the picture that I need to know. And if I push Mother Earth to give me more information, I'm trying to control. Pushing for me equals control. Extra questions, anxiety equals me trying to control what's going on rather than just do what spirit would have me do in the moment, which again is different than what (laughs) I'm used to. So there's always peace in the moment. God is always sufficient. You always have what you need. I'm learning. So again, kind of to reiterate that the stretch is sitting down and being quiet and taking things one step at a time rather than trying to rush around and control and worry every about everything. Now, I'm still learning to trust what comes from me because, again, like I've made decisions in the past that have led to a lot of chaos, a lot of trauma, some pain. But um, the thing about learning to choose peace is things come with so much more clarity and richness that um, it's, I would say it's almost addictive because the information I get doesn't feel muddled or frenzied or marred by muddled and frenzy. Like it unflowers with a richness and a detail. And it's also easier to discern from who it comes from. Like the spirits, if I'm just, if I'm using my psychic sense, the spirits don't necessarily have to work so hard to be clear with me if I'm not pushing to control. And even when I'm working on being, trusting myself and being a little more quiet, it's more easy to hear subtle pushes here and there. And also being more quiet helps me to know and love myself more and and realize like control is an illusion and I don't necessarily need to control because God is within me and God is always sufficient. I don't have to control to be safe. In fact, the more I rest in God and allow God to guide me, God showing up as my, my inner wisdom, God showing up as Mother Earth, God showing up as my honorable ancestors and the spirits around me, the less I have to push to be safe. Like I can just rest in safety. And it also makes it so much more easily just to be discerning. And discernment has been like a big lesson for me lately. I was having some problems in this house with the spirits and the energy in this house. Because nature communicates to me in a variety of ways. And one of the ways it communicates to me are insects. But I've been in such a bad space and in a bad mood and just angry and surly that I just kill everything because I just feel angry. And um, a spider was like, look, I'm like, you need to stop sending these things. I can't discern. And it's like, no, this is what's going to happen. We're going to send everything and you can discern whether you should kill it or not. I'm like, I'm too angry. And it's like, no practice. So there were all these spiders and gnats. And it was like, okay, do I kill it or not? 
And it's like, okay, I can kill this one. That one goes out. Okay, kill this one. That one goes out. Dead, 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 save. And the more I practiced, the less things that were in the house to bother me. And it was very interesting because I could see the spider webbing something around the house to be like, okay, you're protected. You're fine. Calm down. But you do need to practice discernment. And that's the thing about being psychic is if you work with helpful spirits, you can tell who's helpful by not only the information they give you, but how they teach you. I remember, I remember the first time I actually, it wasn't the first time, but it was like, I, I was just venturing into being psychic and I would, I would have these adventures, right? Cause things, things generally like to talk to me when I'm not angry. <laughs> so I was, I had lit my incense, I'd cleansed the room and I was sitting down with my coffee. Cause at the time coffee was very helpful for opening me up and these spirits come through. And this one spirit was like, you need to be careful. Anything that yells at you, anything that talks with you, talks to you with disrespect or tone that is not anything but kind, don't listen to because it doesn't respect you and it's not kind. And I've always kept that with me. I've always kept that with me. And I just felt like I needed to share that because Spirits will teach you if you're willing to listen and you're willing to do the work. And for me, given my own experience and my trauma and my general distrust of authority, it's had to be spirits and ancestors that have come through and taught me. Now, that doesn't mean like I haven't had humans who have taught me stuff. I have. It doesn't mean I haven't had worked with people who've taught me things. They have, but it comes from a different space. It doesn't, it's never come from a space of, Authority, authority like raises the hair (laughs) on my neck and I just rear up and I want to (laughs) fight. So, which is trauma, but also like I just, again, if I can see your stuff and you're telling me what to do and I know I have stuff to work through and you have stuff to work through, but you're going to tell me what to do, you better keep it pushing. I see your shit. I see your shit coming. Stop it. Let's not play. Being peaceful, yeah, it's helped me identify where information has come from, where the information's, you know, being, who's talking to me. Again, with somebody not being able to identify themselves, being a big red flag, being really clear about where they come from and why you're talking to me. Yeah, peace helps. And it's also been helpful knowing that, you know, I do have guides that have been here with me for years, but I always didn't know them as such. But the more I calm down, the less I attempt to control, I can better learn their voice and how they speak to me and how they show up for me. And it's so much more easily to discern what's coming from my divine wisdom versus what's coming from the divinity around me. So I mentioned a son earlier. It's been interesting working through this while having children and also knowing that the situation that I'm in is not good for them, but also seeing them work through their own spiritual gifts and how trauma is affecting their own spiritual gifts in the sense of 
they're both powerful, but their power works in different ways. One has power that's very, I would not say it's subtle because it's strong, but the way it comes through, it's subtle. The iron fist and the velvet glove, that's his power. Like it's very strong, it's commanding, but it's gentle. And you don't even know what's going on because it's just beautiful and gentle. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, look at here, son. You're going to have to control that. And the other one's just like in your face with it. So understanding how the trauma of the situation of the marriage that I'm leaving has affected their ability to use their power and how they use their power and how their intuition flows. What I am doing to help them return to how they, I guess their beingness and their natural way of being with their their personal power and their intuition is creating space for them to be children. Because the thing about children is that they're already connected to themselves. They already know who they are. They're already there. And, and, and when we growing up, they end up taking on our stuff. They end up taking on societal stuff and that disconnects them. So they're closer to their connection. So the more I create space for play, the more I create space for relaxation, the more space I create for unwinding and taking off the stuff that doesn't belong to them and constantly remind them of how amazing they are, how loving they are, how in tune they are, things seem to flow in better ways. Better meaning more of their themselves, like they are more of themselves. They are more of who they innately are and who they were as like infants and babies. It's like the energy, it's like the energy flow that they have as a toddler versus the energy flow that they have as a 10 year old who's been in a school that they hate. (laughs) It's people that they hate getting yelled at by teachers, getting yelled at by relatives your power and your intuition flows differently. So that's what's been going on over here. But yeah, that's what's been going on over here. So if you if you have if you're working through your own trauma, through your own abuse and you're noticing your children healing through that trauma and that abuse and knowing that your children are spiritually gifted, affirm their gifts and give them space to be themselves. Give them space to return to themselves. Do all you can to create safe space for them. Because the world is not always a safe space for children. But if you can create safe space that's nurturing and affirmative and like good for them to be themselves and be who they are, they'll naturally return. They will. Just like adults, sometimes we have to shed all the things that we've picked up as adults to return to ourselves and allow the divine essence that is us to flow through us. Yes. (laughs) So that's all that needs to be said. I love this podcast. 
And I love talking to people. This has been so strange to not be talking to people, but it's been too much. (laughs) So interviews will resume. I'm going through a big, massive change that I will talk more about when I'm through it. Because you just don't tell everything until it's done. You got to make sure the cookies are done before you take them out the oven. So I'm making sure my cookies are done. And you will know when the cookies are done. So I'm going to disappear until the cookies are done, which will probably be about a month to six weeks. Yeah, so the next episode should come around... Good Lord, December, it should be for my birthday because I'm a Sagittarius. So that's that. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Again, if you have like questions, comments, whatever, something you want me to tackle, hit me up at Jeanette at spiritualityandmotherhoodpodcast.com. I look forward to connecting to you soon. Peace. Peace.